0: Welcome to Balance and Beyond, the podcast for ambitious women who refuse to accept burnout as the price of success. Here, we're committed to empowering you with the tools and strategies you need to achieve true balance where career, relationships, and health all thrive, and where you have the power to define success on your terms. I honor the space you've created for yourself today. So let's take a breath and dive right in. On today's episode of the podcast, I'm joined by our mindset coach, Jacqueline, again. Hi, Jacqueline. Hi. Lovely to have you here. We are talking all things calm, calm and confidence and multiple states that people keep saying to us, this is what I want. Joe. My life is chaos. I'm looking for calm. Tell me what is really going on when people are saying they want calm on demand. So
1: what's really going on is people are usually wanting to control their lives, um control circumstances and usually that's crazy making. Um a lot of C words here. So if we're trying to get calm by controlling, we're going to feel crazy. So if you're feeling that way, <laughs> you've come to the right spot to take a listen today because we're going to unpack what you can do instead. Um instead of trying to Create calm. We have a better antidote.
0: I love it. So, what is calm? Let's let's talk a little bit about what is what is that state, Jacqueline.
1: When I think of calm, I think of measured responses. I think of um, kind of emotion, like emotionally neutral. I think when I think of calm, I think of the word peace. Um, however. And I think a lot of people would agree with that definition, right? That, that's calm, and then we want to feel calm. And of course, that's a a beautiful state to want to cultivate and and we can cultivate calm. However, what I notice so often is that people come in, like I said, already think you know, trying to get calm by controlling circumstances, which just makes you crazy. Um, or also weaponizing this idea of calm against themselves. like, I should be calm there's something wrong with me because I can't be calm more often. Calm is impossible. And just like making calm this, this thing that they're chasing or, or like I said, weaponizing against themselves. And, and so to me, the best thing to to cultivate instead is presence. So presence is being in the moment. Another word that I like to use with presence is acceptance. Because when you're present, you're being with the moment without resisting it. And that's what you would call acceptance as well, right? So you're not trying to change it. You're not making the moment wrong or bad or making it a problem. You're just taking stock, taking a step back and saying, okay, this is where I'm at right now.
0: Yeah. And it's always those stories, isn't it? That rob us of the inability to accept and I know you do a lot of your work yourself and that's acceptance is something that I've been working a lot on over the past six months and it's a game changer. How would you define acceptance? It sounds really easy. Just accept what's going on but we're meaning making machines and we are great at creating stories. What are some of the stories that and where do these stories come from?
1: Oh Man. Yeah. So we create all these stories about what's, what's happening. Um, I think when we create stories that don't, usually they don't feel good. Usually they're disempowering stories like, Oh, you know, I'm not calm. So it's their fault. Like if only they, my kids would behave, then I could be calm or, or make a story about ourselves. Like, you know, there's something wrong with me because I can't be calm. Um, Whatever the story is, it's usually paints somebody or something as as wrong or bad. Um, and that's just a habit. That's just human nature as far as where that comes from. Um, it's it's one way we try to make sense of of something, but it's it's a habit. So the good news is that you can break that habit of creating stories that are disempowering. Um, so instead, you can notice if you're in a situation you don't, you know you'd rather feel calm in. And, and slow down, right? And so this is, you were asking about acceptance, right? Like, how do, how do you actually just accept where I am? Mm. Well, you decide not to make any meaning out of it in that moment. You could catch yourself about to make a story about yourself or about the other people and say, okay, instead of making a story, I can just acknowledge that right now I'm uncomfortable. This is, I, I feel upset, angry, sad, whatever is happening. And just taking that step back and acknowledging how you're feeling without again turning it into a story you're making it wrong so that's the first place to start around acceptance
0: yeah and there's some beautiful memes that go around with acceptance and one of my favorite is there's a picture of two rain clouds and on one side it says it's raining and then it's it's raining i'm now going to be late everything's going to get wet i'm going to be miserable i can't get it done and that's all the story and the other side says it's raining and it just says yep <laughs> So it, uh, yeah, just matter of fact, and I think for so many people listening to this, we create so many, so much meaning around everything. You know, oh, I have to unload the dishwasher every morning. Oh, I have to do it. It's all on me. And then it turns into this crazy narrative. And we wonder why we can't have calm mornings because we're too busy in our head weaving layers and layers of story about, obligation and it's all on I me and it's any wonder that we can't find calm in those moments, isn't it?
1: Right. Exactly. And then we get mad at ourselves for not being calm, which is ironic. <laughs> Creating less and less calm, right? Yeah. Not fun. Not a fun ride to be on. So so yeah, it starts with being right where you are, not and just saying what if what if instead of going down a story that there's something wrong or you know criticizing someone or something just being with it. Okay. This is not how I would prefer this to go. So I'm feeling frustrated or I'm feeling sad and disappointed or whatever is actually there. Um, but that takes presence, right? It takes acceptance being in the moment without resisting it. It takes presence. What is actually going on here? Getting curious. And then calm can actually result after you pause and allow the acceptance and allow the presence. Then you can respond with whatever's actually accurate and whatever's actually there.
0: So if, let's say you know, we're trying to cultivate more calm in our lives and we've spoken a little bit about you know, what really is going on there and how how can we find that presence and that acceptance to help us then step into that state of calm. Another state that we're often hearing everybody in our world say that they want more of is confidence. So like confidence, Jacqueline, is there something that we actually need to be cultivating instead, and then confidence can be a natural outcome from that.
1: Yep, absolutely. It's several words for it. I, I use the word personal power, uh, worthiness, conviction, like self-conviction or self-assuredness. It's all mean the same thing. It's this connection to an unwavering belief in self and and your value as a human being, simply because you exist. And so that's really fundamental to confidence because if if you're not connected to your inherent worthiness because you simply because you exist, then you're always going to be trying to prove your worth and your value. Um there's another component that I would call self-esteem, which is kind of like a branch off of self-worthiness and uh, self-belief. And self-esteem really has more to do with um feeling connected with with your skill set or with your knowledge base so it's um it's like self worth is like i am valuable as a human being because i exist just because i breathe and i, and I take up space i'm worthy i'm valuable and then self esteem is like oh i have this skill set i have these tools i have these strengths and i'm proud of them and i I know that they make a difference. And that's like, for me, self-esteem is really more around what you have to offer um, specifically and being grounded in that. And so first connecting to your fundamental worthiness will support your self-esteem. And then when you look at self-esteem, sometimes we do need to develop ourselves in, in a skill set or we have um, weaknesses that we might need to, to strengthen and that could just be matter of fact. We don't need to make a story about it. And that's where you might be catching yourself um, trying to force confidence. But if if you're judging yourself and making a story about where you where you just simply need to expand your your toolkit or your skill set. That um, that's the shift right there that that's worth looking at um, to support you in in accessing confidence.
0: Yeah, and so many people I know. I was told early on in my career, just fake it till you make it, Joe. <laughs> just you know, <laughs> pretend that you're all that. And the danger that that I've certainly seen, I'm sure you see this too, in, in all the women we work with, is that it's almost akin to having a table with no legs. So you can have fake it till you make it, confidence, but then the moment someone asks you a question, your legs can be completely taken out from under you. And also what I see is if you've got this, whether it's kind of intellectual confidence as opposed to true worthiness, which is what you're saying is, is really at the root of all this, is that you might, if I looked at you in a meeting, I think, wow, you know, she's, she knows her stuff and she's nailing it and she's confident. But what I don't see is the person who is lying awake at night beating themselves up overthinking because I shouldn't have said that and they're worried about it and I've got to be on top of everything and they incessantly prepare and they overthink and they are absolutely some of the symptoms that we can see when you've got perhaps a a relatively strong self-esteem but it's not built on a foundation of inherent worthiness where that worthiness is you mentioned nothing to prove I don't have to do anything it's not when I've achieved xyz goal it's not when I've done enough and that's a really interesting piece because everyone comes to us saying, "I want more confidence," but they're not asking themselves, "Do I yet feel worthy?" Are they?
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. That's exactly it. And you know, the people that we do perceive as as confident—that this is a great question—we don't really know what's going on behind closed doors for them. But what I know is that all confident people still experience self-doubt sometimes, or or second-guess themselves. It's not that they're impervious to it. It's just that that when they are rooted in their personal power or self-belief, they just don't get taken out by it, or if they do not for very long, right? Like they might experience some self-doubt and then catch themselves and just stop because they're just not willing to tolerate that is how I like to word it. It's how long are we willing to tolerate doubting ourselves? And we get to decide. We get to choose ultimately and oh, I don't want to, you know, beat myself up anymore. I don't want to second guess or belittle myself anymore. I'm just going to quit doing that. And, and then focus on, you know, I am just worthy because I exist. And then also self-esteem. These are the um, skills, or this is what I'm bringing to the table.
0: It sounds really simple, doesn't it? I'm just going to not tolerate this anymore. And I know when I was at the heat of beating myself up and and faking it till I make it that I Heard things like that and thought, oh, that's rubbish. Do they not know that I'm in this room with all these other people and I've got to be on top of everything and I've got to know everything and I've got to prepare? And yet I'm the first to tell you that it literally is that simple. It's when you make a declaration. And it might be that I need, this is something I need to work on. This is now a priority for me to build that inherent sense of worthiness to not feel lost anymore. And that's a bit of a sign, isn't it too, Jacqueline? A, a, a symptom of when we don't have that deep sense of worthiness, we might have, you know, some some fake it, tear make it. We might be able to go in and, and have a confronting you know, conversation with an employee. We, we, can, we can act all the things, but yet when we still feel a bit lost and empty inside, that's a clue, isn't it, that something is not right from that foundational worthiness.
1: Yep. That's right, and that's what brings women here to our community, right? Because they know they're starting to hear that whisper that there's something deeper here um, that that's wanting their attention, and they're ready to to do that. They're ready to, you know, looking back at calmness, they're they're ready to actually be able to respond and not feel like they're just reactionary all the time. Like they're they're starting to notice. I'm just reacting all the time, and I feel like my life I'm stuck this way. But I, there's got to be a better way, right? And same thing with with confidence is like, oh, you know, sometimes I can work myself up and put myself up for a meeting, but deep down, I still feel a little wobbly. Like, I know there's, there's gotta be something better than this, like where, or there, maybe there was a time where they used to believe in themselves and they want to return to that time. And that's really what brings women here. Ultimately, it's not really the calmness or the, the confidence per se. That's what they think they want. But what they're really looking for is that ability to cultivate presence in any moment. That's true power or, or to um, cultivate that personal conviction, right. And self-worth in any moment. Again, that's true power.
0: Yeah. Cause what I think is also important to acknowledge is that the lives we lead are never going to be externally calm in terms of, well, I wake up at seven on an Island and I, somebody brings my breakfast and I just hang out on the Island and go to the beach. And my biggest decision is margarita or pina colada, The the lives that we have chosen are inherently chaotic. And by chaotic, I more mean there are things, there are lots of people in them, there are lots of moving parts. And so you can choose for it to be chaotic and to cultivate calm, or you can also just accept that this is the life I've chosen. It's a life that's full. It's a life with lots of people. It's a life with lots of energy. And for most of us, it's a life that we wouldn't give up anyway. And likewise, we can acknowledge our intelligence, but we're always the type of people who are going to want to put ourselves out there and push our comfort zone because the reason everyone comes to us is they're in their comfort zone and it's not good enough. They know that they've got more. They know they've got a lot of potential and that's what we want. So I guess it's a, I love that I wrap this all up in saying that we want calm, we want confidence But ultimately, what we're really—you know—the whole ask them, ask them for what they want, give them what they need, what everybody is really looking for, and and what we really encourage you to cultivate. It start understanding what does acceptance mean for you. How do you find it? And at the same time, how do you cultivate this deep sense of worthiness that I'm enough, just as I am, regardless of how much I have or haven't done. And from there, we can step into this full life with lots of people with lots of activities with lots of fun and also we can step into this life where we get to reach our potential and see what's possible without wobbling at night without second guessing ourselves or if we do it's momentary and it's a chance to grow and we move on so want, isn't it Jacqueline
1: that's right that's exactly absolutely and underneath all of that what you were just sharing is is that we have choice so hopefully you know those who are tuning in it's are waking up, and I suspect that's why they're listening to begin with, because they're starting to wake up from the slumber of, I don't have choice. And instead waking up to the the truth is, is that you always have choice of who you want to be in the face of anything. And, you know, cultivating presence and cultivating that self-worthiness are two dynamite states of being to cultivate so that you can be with anything.
0: Absolutely. That's what we want. We signed up for a big life. Let's make sure that we can empower everybody in our ecosystem to go and achieve their best one. As always, Jacqueline, thank you for the chat. I hope this has given you something to ponder. And may you find your own sense of presence and may you find your own sense of worthiness so that you can get the calm and get the confidence that you want. Thanks for joining us today on the Balance and Beyond podcast. We're so glad you carved out this time for yourself. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend who might need to hear this today. And if you're feeling extra generous, leaving us a review on your podcast platform of choice would mean the world to us. If you're keen to dive deeper into our world, visit balanceinstitute.com to discover more about the toolkit that has helped thousands of women avoid burnout and create a life of balance and beyond. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time on the Balance and Beyond podcast.